Hello, everyone. Welcome to In This One Kitchen, the culinary podcast, the voice of all chefs, the voice of all things culinary. Today, my guest I have is an amazing man, phenomenal man, DJ, culinarian. What, what else? It's, it's a lonely. This man is like a Jamaican. You wear like 18 hats. But um, <laughs> Samir, <laughs> how is it going today, brother? Man, I'm doing well. I appreciate that introduction, man. Making me feel like I'm a jack of all trades. Hey, it's it true. All, you got to be nowadays. You got to multiple gotta, streams. For sure. For sure. You got to do it all. You got to be able to do it all. So let's um start off with a nice little kitchen story. I'm pretty sure you got one through through your culinary travels. Kitchen story. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, let, okay, okay. Let's get um, into it. Um my hmm. <laughs> happy, sad, funny. Man, it don't matter. On the podcast, we talk about whatever. It's just as long as you've seen it happen or you were there. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, okay. It's your story. I was uh, <laughs> I was listening to your uh your podcast last night and you were talking with the other chef about um what was better working on the line or working catering oh yeah <laughs> so i got I got, some, I got a catering story for you um so i was a manager at a um tex-mex okay chain okay that is famous for poisoning their customers. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Okay. Uh, I go name drop. <laughs> wink, wink. I feel you. But um, while I was a manager there, I uh, had a. F- I end up spending the night at the restaurant. I've done that. I've done that. Where? Okay, so I've uh, done that. I, I've done that. It's like I gotta be back here at like five, nigga. I might as well just stay. Fuck it. <laughs> so the setup of what was going on was that um we had I was closing that night. I had to open the next morning, and um that day, um the I'm gonna say it's Monday. So on Monday we had a huge catering order. It was like a big event that was going on like nearby because this is in. Um, can I say a little kick, like a, a yeah, general? Say, area? I mean, you say whatever the city or whatever. Yeah, loca- so oh, that's like, fine. I was at the my location mm-hmm. um, around Brookhaven, okay, um, Chambly area. So, but this was before everything started opening up around there. Oh. We were the first people there, okay. so like people were doing a lot of catering orders just to take in, uh, just to do like grand openings and stuff like that. So they came to us because we had the food. Um, so, uh, this particular day we had a, a large catering order, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and one of the managers that was under me, cause I was the assistant general manager there. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Young too. But, uh, I was the assistant general manager there. So I was training up a new manager and this guy ordered about $8,000 worth of product because of an error that he made. Um, dear God. Yeah. Our, uh, that's a lot of change. There's a lot of change. Our, just to give you an idea, our trucks usually run between three to four thousand dollars. Okay, that's a lot. That's definitely a lot. You went over. That, that ain't raising no eyebrows. Like nigga, hey, what? why? What did you do? What? Why? And I wasn't there in the morning, so I could. I wasn't the one who was overseeing him. Oh, place so the y'all couldn't even send that so, bitch back. Yeah, well, so we couldn't even send it back. So at this point, we're just Damn. sitting there. I'm getting like drilled by the regional. Like, why did you allow this? I'm like, bro, I worked in the afternoon. I trusted this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, I had to take. I, I took the approach. I was like, well, you know what? It's in the, mistakes happen. 
We're going to find a way to use it. Uh, coincidentally, we had a catering order the next day. So it was like, oh, look, cool. most of this can go out with that. Yeah, you know that phone call just saying your ass, right? <laughs> Man, and that's exactly how it was, too. Uh, so I got $8,000 worth of product coming in. Um, I have a catering order, and this catering order was like close to $1,000 worth of food. Mm-hmm. So, which is... The way that they, we organize it is by people, um, and that's how we're. Uh, that's how we price it out. This was on a higher end, just to give you an idea, because most catering orders I use like four hundred, when it's usually about like twenty five to thirty five people. So okay. just imagine, let's like double that, well, okay. more than double that. So we had a lot of had to move a lot of the uh, food. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, look, I can either come in this really early, or I just might have to just stay here. So. What I do, I stayed there. Look, me and the and the dude in the truck. He was like, "Look, he was like, I don't know why I got this much product." I told, gave him a rundown. We both packed in that. This man stayed late. He was he decided to be late on his route just to oh help me line the walk and dude was super clutch. That alone would have like because it it took us a little over an hour like to, to get put up the order to put up the order Jeez. just to put it up. Like man, <laughs> look. And I, that's only because he was there. Like, if you weren't there, it would've, y'all would have been fucked. Like, this, this look, I would have been still putting it up like like two, three o'clock in the morning. Somebody pull up Facebook market. <laughs> Let's just start selling this shit. Look, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So like, I got the I got the I got the speakers bumping and everything like that. About halfway through, it was probably about two o'clock, three in the morning. You know, decided to take myself a little smoke break. I had to turn off the cameras at work because we weren't allowed. <laughs> to be in there after hours we had to get uh but like since this is so like last minute we got a couple couple of of young black men why are you like (laughs) held up in a restaurant and i'm not wearing my work clothes i'm wearing all black you know come here bro Look, I, but that drone was jumping. It was uh, so you know three o'clock in the morning. That's when I actually get started on the uh, the catering order. Mm. Like man, it was just cutting, just oh, so cutting. much cutting, so just, much prep, just so much because I'm doing the, the prep for the catering order. Like of course I can't start cooking for it until like the day. True, because true. like it, but it went all at like like noon or something like that. So oh, like yeah, I could. So that's a that's, you got to be early. Yeah, so like got to be gone by noon. So yeah, yeah so, I feel you. <laughs> So yeah, I just it was just from three to twelve. I'm just high and cutting, just that's <laughs> <all I> was. <laughs> which was the best because I look, I can't smoke when I'm at work. And this is funny because that's actually my question for you, but like I can't smoke when I'm at work, okay? Uh, because it just makes me. <laughs> but that particular day <laughs> was the beginning of the end for my. It's like, oh, I can do this. Look, man. Oh, okay, gotta like this. Shit. this shit was like five o'clock in the morning. Right. So next day, or I guess later that day, mm-hmm. um, that's when other manager came in. One of the managers, she was nice enough to get me uh, some breakfast. She was she was clutch. She was clutch. Uh, what was not clutch was that somebody called out the next day. Oh fuck! Boss. So I'm running short <sighs> on no sleep. Right. Mm. And then I still had to get this. I still had to cook for mm. this catering order. Mm. That's all I say, Chad. Mm. You know, and you know, mm. that's usually when 
Mm. Shit just goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, you just get like, like this is supposed mm-hmm. to be the easy shift. It's a Tuesday morning. Nobody comes in on Shit's Tuesday. Supposed to be prep. Man, <laughs> all we gotta do is turn, burn, and it's gone. Look, it is gone. That day, that shit was wrapped around the door. I'm just sitting there like, yo, Damn. everything. Tell them niggas we close. We close. Something ain't gonna happen. You, they ain't gonna get served. This catering order ain't gonna go out. Can't do it. <laughs> and fuck them people. This catering order going out because like, it's nothing that they can say. That will like risk my job. But if I fuck up this catering order specifically when I'm the person that's supposed to be looking over it and I stay late, like this, it just would have been a so it would look bad on you. It would have looked so bad. You stay late, though, you still fuck it up. Exactly. But but it was a line and (laughs) exactly. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Look, I, I straight up told the staff, I was like, look, just work at your pace. I'll be there to assist you, like if if need be. I need to focus on this catering order. Yeah. But fortunately enough, I, my staff knew. Like I was the cool manager, so yeah. they, they was well in the. Everybody likes cool man. <laughs> cool, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you have experiences because you're you're a manager. Like you catch. I don't understand why people don't understand that you catch flies with honey, not with vinegar. Because uh, it take time. And a lot of people don't want to take the L. They feel like being nice is taking the L or people going to walk over you. It's like, no, you're building that respect with another human being. It's like outside of here, y'all two human beings. You may be the manager. They may be the subordinate. But in the outside world, if y'all get caught out of crime scene somewhere, y'all, both of y'all niggas might be suspect. You know, so we equal. So quite honestly, yeah, this is my position here, but you know, if you know something more than me, you know something better than me, I have to respect that. As a human being, you have to respect somebody who does it better than you. Facts. Human's a human. You, you can't deny that. If the motherfucker does it better than you and they're willing to teach you, okay, cool. Right. Now, you apply that same aspect to work you respect your staff, the people under you differently. Cause it's like, okay, you've been working here for a while. So you know, the routine better than me. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Or it could be, you've been working here for a while and you're part of the problem. So we have to change this. So can we work together on this? Mm-hmm. Or can we not work together on this? Like it's, it's more of, you know, just being human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just showing a mutual respect. And I feel like a lot of managers, miss that and it don't make you weak it actually makes you better because staff is more likely to come to you with an issue it's almost like when you think of kids if a kid know your immediate action is to whoop their ass when something <laughs> happens yeah you're gonna find out shit of course yeah. but you're, it's gonna be a lot of shit you didn't know right. because they didn't want to get their ass beat so it was like nigga if I know you just gonna curse me the fuck out if I have a problem I'm either gonna hide that shit or try to fix that shit myself or just say fuck it and you're not gonna find out until it's too late but right. when you the cool manager like you say it's like look man I'm I burned this shit twice, bro. I don't know what the fuck going on, what I did wrong. It's like, nigga, come here. You ain't put, it's no water. You ain't put enough water in the motherfucker. That's why, you know, it could be simple shit like that, but it's all about how you deliver that shit. Mm -hmm. Most important. But I mean, I agree. I didn't mean to interrupt you. you, You're right. Being the cool manager or the manager that's more understanding of the people under them or, you know, just because I'm a manager doesn't necessarily mean I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. It gets you farther. As a manager, it gets you more support. When you get on the phone and be like, hey, man, such and such called out. Could you come in, bro? I get you out early. I just need you to get me through the rush. You be like, all right, bro, you there? Yeah, man, it's me. 
Cool. Mm. But if you that manager that suck ass, nobody like, hey, could, could you come in? <laughs> Man, motherfuckers ain't even gonna answer your text or your phone call. I'm off. You can't do shit. I'm off. Fuck well, you. That's the reason why I leave <laughs> my rent receipts on because I need <laughs> niggas to know. I looked at your shit and I did not respond. Mm-hmm. Man, it's my, so much. It make your life easier. So much easier. <laughs> so much easier. Now I'm thinking about like all my cool, like the cool times that I had back when I was in DC because I worked at the same Tex-Mex. Poisoning. Oh, so you bounced around? I bounced around. You bounced around. Oh, wait, wait a minute, but you gotta finish the first one first. You gotta finish the first story. Oh, um, um, um. Oh well, somebody was, called out. Somebody called out. Oh yeah, yeah. So somebody called out. I end up being like, end up having a rush. Caden Ryder actually went out without, okay. uh, without a uh, without a hitch. That's the good because, part. That's, that's the good, good part. part. And the other good part was the remember was the other manager there. Like she was pretty much she pretty much made sure that everything was cool. Okay. She really okay. she really held me down. Like, I, I, I appreciate. Her. I ain't gonna say her name, but she knows who she is. She actually don't really mess with me like that anymore. But, oh. Oh. It's all good though. Damn. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> we still you know is. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, so what ended up happening was that, uh, um, was this the same time? No, no, no. This was a different time. But, um, oh no, no, this was the same time. So one <laughs> of the managers ended up like having to miss work. Mm-hmm. The the night manager, my relief. Okay. End up having to miss work because like he was stranded out somewhere because he was trying to buy a car. We all knew he was trying to buy a car, okay. but like ended okay. up not working out. It so, didn't work out. He was counting on it and he had no way to get to work. so he had no okay. way to get to work. Yeah, so that, hey, that happens. That happens, <laughs> man. Like, damn, bro. And, 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 and just to give some validity for his story, he actually did pull up in the next, in a new car like the next day. Oh, so okay. it wasn't so, like he was like BSing or anything like that. Actually, this is the same manager that ordered the uh, $8,000 worth of oh. <laughs> You ought to take that new car to pay for this food. Look, man. This man, his life is in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get anything right. He's just losing it. He's just losing it. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I, was, I hit 35. <laughs> really? 35? The thing is, okay, and, that, and I kind of see how it happened because it's because whenever I'm not sure if anybody's familiar, if you're familiar with uh Gordon for Gordon Food Service or that's a rare one. Yeah, Gordon, that's a rare one. Yeah. Okay. So we use that. Uh that's which is, a rare one. Yeah. Uh I know everybody uses uh like what Fresh Point. Fresh Point. Uh, Cisco. Cisco. Man, f- uh, even what Athena Cisco? Farms. <laughs> I just had to believe how all these shit. <laughs> Let me flag that right there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm at I'm at the delivery job is cool, just the they cool, but you can tell that they hire people hire people off the streets that be smoking all the time and everything. Of course, because like like, it's like you just you really and okay, let me say this since I have to think about stuff because I put it on the podcast. Right. I have nothing against truck drivers or delivery drivers. Yeah, that's your hustle. That's your hustle. I respect it. But some of y'all motherfuckers just be looking like the work <laughs> like y'all motherfuckers got problems and it's my fault. <laughs> like okay you just load the truck motherfucker but this is wrong bro like i know you didn't do it i ain't say you did it i'm saying take the shit back because i don't want it right what am i gonna look yo i make like, what am i supposed i'm supposed to sit here i'm supposed to accept this shit then call then call y'all and then have you come back why don't you just keep it on the ice cold just, truck just keep it and take it back when you get back no that ain't how it works all right, bro. You you understand my frustration. This is not what I ordered. My day is ruined now because I was counting on this shit. I understand you didn't do it. I'm just saying take it back so I can get the money back. I need the credit. Some, right. I need, I need the, the credit. credit need you know. Credit. And some motherfuckers just don't be wanting to work with you. It's like, all right, bro. Uh, all right. All right. I see you when you come back. 
<laughs> like we could have avoided it. But I'm just saying, nothing against truck drivers. Some of y'all motherfuckers are frustrated. And I Very. understand some chefs in some kitchens are frustrated. Very. That's why when I see one, I try to work. You, you know where you're going. You know where the cool at. Let me get the dough for you, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I try to do the just to make your little route a little easier. I try. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all motherfuckers mm-hmm. shouldn't have came to work that day. It's like you could have just you could have called out, bro. You that upset. Yeah, facts, man. It ain't my fault you can't pick. You suppose don't say it in your job description. You should be able to pick that box up. But you mad at me for? <laughs> I didn't sell them in 50-pound boxes, bro. I didn't <laughs> box them bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even first of all, I didn't even know that mushrooms come in like boxes of like 10 pounds, 50 pounds. Oh, like, yeah. Look at them Jones. And it's like it is nothing separating them. It's just a box of mushrooms. Ton of them bitches. They just gave you to the Costco bin. They just here. You just supposed to just pour them bitches out. That's where you get those mushrooms that go in the small ones. This is where you pull them from. They just, just wrap that bitch up. Just, I'm sorry. Some things just be angry. They really do. They really do. I ain't do it to you, bro. Right, look, man, or, I'm, ma'am, I'm sorry. I didn't do it because it's some female uh, delivery drivers too. But I've never seen them. I think when you have a female delivery driver, it's usually a light order. Like I've never seen them deliver like the 60 pounds of fish and all of that oh, heavy yeah, shit. It's usually a light order, like, you know, a Monday order or some shit, like a light mm-hmm. order. So, you know, shout out to all I respect all of y'all. Y'all make the world go round. But yeah, some, some of y'all should have really cool. just some of them, stayed the fuck home that yes. day. <laughs> <laughs> just saying facts. I'm sorry. Oh, man. But, uh, shit, I was saying something. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's a, uh, in GFS, there's a, uh, adjustment Mm-hmm. Like uh for a buffer, so basically, like um you can order. It's like a it's a percentage that they multiply like your order by. So like let's say um because we usually hover in between three and four thousand. Like our manager adjustment would be like one point one. So for it'll okay. multiply our order by one hundred and ten percent. So they'll give us that equivalent. So we would be able to. This nigga did like one point five or something like that. Like he just didn't check. Or it was like two point. It was something like that. He was something that he did not check, and it was like obviously. It's two times the people we're gonna need. Two times the amount of food. No, 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 Charlie. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that day I end up staying till like I came in like the previous day around four. The next day I didn't leave till like probably about six. Mm -hmm. That's just twenty four hours in four walls. I didn't even know what outside looked like. It was prison. That sounded like prison. It was 24 hours and four walls. I will never drink and drive again. I was miserable. I'm just sitting in the open kitchen concept and I just see outside. Like there's windows everywhere. Floor to ceiling. I can see outside. I can't feel it. I can't. The most outside that I had like a was, science experiment. <laughs> the most outside I had was that two o'clock bl- blunt walk that I I <laughs> made two o'clock blunt walk. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes it'd be like that. It'd be gotta, like that. Hey, I mean honestly, I'd rather deal with a functioning pothead than a functioning alcoholic. Facts. Speak on. I'm just saying. If you're a functioning pothead, it's exactly what it means. You can function. And hopefully you know the difference between stativa and indica. And you know what you're doing, for the most part, if mm-hmm. you're functioning. Right. You know, it it messes with your motor skills, but 
to an extent, you you you're all right. <laughs> that, yeah, no, that's real fast. that memory kick in and you just going through the motions. Yeah, you just, just calm like about that. it. You probably be quiet the whole shit. But when you you're functioning alcoholic, speak on it. It it don't hit the same. Your coordination ain't the same. Your attitude is flared <laughs> up. You know, you always right. Your sight ain't the best. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying on a busy night, I'd rather deal with the functioning pie head. I just, you know, with the functioning pie head, you don't load them up with 18 tickets. Mm-mm. You get them motherfuckers maybe four or five in a row. Like I need a burger. I need a steak. I need a stuffed chicken. And I got another steak mid rare. Got you. Them five going to be up. You call out. The ne- when you see the motherfucker hit that plate, you call out the next five. You just make sure they in line because they not going to remember they 10 tickets. Remember I will give you that. They not going to remember 10 tickets. The functioning alcoholic, they just they just get angry when you call it out. Say, I got it. I got it. I got all, right, it. all right, bro. All right, bro. You say you got it. I'm going to let you have it. But when it's time and you ain't got it, and I'm getting in your ass and you aggravated, it's like, bro, I, did, I didn't know it was going to be busy tonight. I thought we was going to chill. That's no. your fault. <laughs> That's your fault. That's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> you went on break and got drunk. That motherfucker went on break and got high. I mean. They cruising. They helping you out, bro. Like you, the weakest link tonight. Just slowly, just the eyes closed like a motherfucker, just flipping your shit. Like what? (laughs) Oh, oh, that was wheat. My bad. I'm sorry. Wrong plate. Wrong plate. Wrong plate. So it's sweet potatoes on that one. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'd rather deal with a functioning pie head than a functioning alky. And I feel that you have some people who. They they work better under the influence, but when you're one of those people that's like a functioning alcoholic, you can tend to take it too far and think that you're still functioning. Like, mm-hmm. okay, homie, if you had a few and you came in, you feeling good and you can cruise like that, cool. But you like alcohol, so as the shift keep going on, you, you telling the service to say, hey, hey, give me a shot, inside me a shot, and they sliding you shots and you already came in lit. You you borderline like. Nigga, I wouldn't drive home with your ass, let alone work around <laughs> knives and fire and, you know. Uh, oh, man. But if I kick you off the line, you're going to be mad. <laughs> you're going to be big, man. And then niggas looking at me like, why did you tell that nigga to go home, bro? He, he a little out of it at night. <laughs> I just rather deal with a functioning pothead. That's just my experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know about anyone else. There are some. Alcoholics who can function very well. It sounds like there's a story in there. <laughs> no, it's not a story. It's not a story in there? Because, because it's two separate nights. <laughs> so and I'm just two two separate places. I'm just comparing that the experience with the functioning alcoholic and the experience with the functioning piehead. I just, I've had, I mean, most people in kitchens are functioning piehead's people. If you don't know or don't understand, most of them are functioning piehead's. Most of them. Surprisingly, a high number of them are functioning coke heads. It's a lot of people that don't want to speak on that, <laughs> but it's a lot of them that are. So when you looking at chefs and they look all glorious, it's like the motherfuckers ain't perfect. They they might do some hardcore shit. They high wire. I don't reason. give a damn if they a manager at the Four Seasons. Don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. That that paycheck come with distress because it's all on you or some shit fuck up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes. Everybody releases different. Some motherfuckers is alcohol. Some motherfuckers they smoke a little bit. Some motherfuckers do a line of coke in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait, wait. I'm gonna tell you how green I am. <laughs> this man was carrying around at 
he he worked at a different Tex Mex <laughs> place that poisons people. Uh, but this man used to work a walk around with a necklace. He's the coolest dude I ever met. That's why he was the coolest dude you ever met. Only cool kid that I ever met, though, or at least that I know of. That He's the only know, one that was that open. you know of. That you know of. Um. So, but this man used to carry around a necklace that had his coke in it. Never knew though. Was it like a single bullet or something? It was a bullet. A little, That's what it was. It, yeah. it had a little spoon. Take that off as a little spoon. You do a little, little bump. I, but, Real but, discreet. But see, I, me being all they green. Got some fancy it, shit now. You wouldn't so even know. Nice. I, that's what I thought. I thought it was just like a nice, cool necklace. I'm like, yo, that's so cool. Nothing don't go and everything like that. And he just like, man, it's all right, man. It's all good, right? And then come to find out it's cocaine. He's like, no, nah, bro, don't judge me. I don't like cocaine. I just like the smell of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you see why it's the coolest cool kid that I ever hang out with. Oh, and Stacey music was really good. I feel everybody's everybody's experience with drugs is different. Some For people sure. can be okay with it. <laughs> and some people are not okay with it. Like, you think you can function in that shit, and you really can't. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. um, maybe you need to stop. <laughs> no, I don't have a habit. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man. Speaking of alcoholics, man, I was working at this pizza joint mm-hmm. with this gay dude. Uh, I ain't going to say his name. <laughs> to say don't, don't say his name. You know, already put him out there in the streets. <laughs> no, no, no. But it, this is, man, like, he was one of those people that, like, played his role. Different. Are we talking, like... Samuel Jackson in um, Django? <laughs> Is that what you mean? Or are we talking about homie staying in this lane and ain't cause no issues? Oh, he definitely caused issues. Because them two different, them two different people now, <laughs> they both do the same thing. They both do their job. He, <laughs> I, one of them you just can't really deal with. It's like, nigga, really? Uh okay, I, I guess Samuel L. Jackson and Django. That that makes sense because even though don't stay he, in the big house, even though, <laughs> even though he, he, was a little, he was a little problematic because of his alcohol, like he did his consistent twenty five every single week. Yeah. He came in no matter what, but yeah. then this man used to come in lit. It was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it was a sale at the bar. He had to stop by before he came oh, in. Man, this two dollar green beer. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know that's what it was <laughs> it was some cheap ass green beer and he just like loaded up on those shits and then came in to work cause it was on sale <laughs> I can't pass that shit up oh god! wasn't even thinking about the color green it was just cheap alcohol green shots all green alcohols two dollars <laughs> even the shots here yeah, go ahead and give me two of them I guess you can't do that with brown huh it's brown <laughs> You want to know I don't understand? <laughs> That's insane. You picturing that shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! You want to know what I can't understand about niggas? <laughs> Why the fuck are you still celebrating St. Patty's Day? <laughs> right? Why you shouldn't even give a fuck about St. Pat? You shouldn't. It should be a normal day to you, this bro. Is a normal day to you. You shouldn't have green anything. <laughs> it better be a red and a black behind that green. Homie. Yeah, the, people don't care. It's they, just they don't. Yeah. They don't. People don't care. It's just woo. It's just a reason. It's just a reason to get lit. <laughs> it's just decoration and woo. <laughs> That's all that matters. 
Give a nigga. You know how many days we got? It's a day for everything. It's probably National Hot Dog Day. It's probably a baked bean day, donut day. I'm about to look it up. Go ahead. It's it's a day for every motherfucking thing. I guarantee you. When is any day? <laughs> national Hot Dog Day. No, you it's got National no Dim Sum Day. I guarantee you, it's a National Hot Dog Day. You know, good old America. July twenty second. Told you. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Hebrew Nationals on sale, bro. <laughs> it's the only time they on sale. <laughs> They're kosher. Um, it's the only fucking time they on sale. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he he came in lit on St. Patrick's Day, screaming, "Bitches, it's St. Patty's Day!" Mind oh. you, there's a there's a restaurant full of people. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk, drunk. He was drunk. He, he was Yance feeling himself drunk. <laughs> this man was so drunk that he walked up to the thickest server that we had, and she was thick. You can see that. She was thick. You can see it from she, the front. She was nice. <laughs> she was nice. He walked in and was like, mm, "Girl, I want to slide inside you." Whoa! He was so drunk. He drunk himself straight. Whoa, losing my job drunk. <laughs> Getting a call from HR drunk. You took it too far, homie. <laughs> but she, she, black woman, she knew exactly what she was dealing with. She was like, man, get out of here. <laughs> and just laughed him off. All right, so. I don't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. All right, so this was before he even <clears throat> clocked in. Like this man has not even. Oh, so he ain't even touched. He, him. Even, he just came in. He just wilding. came in wilding. So you know he get his stuff on, and I'm enjoying the show. Of course, I would too. I'm about to get off. That's why. It's, oh, oh. So you ain't got to deal with this. <laughs> I ain't got to deal with it. Like, oh, that's shot. <laughs> but clearly, it's a story, which means there's more to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this man is, you know, so the kitchen manager asked me to stay through the rush. Of course. I mean, it's no big deal. Like it makes, it makes sense. We were actually jumping for St. Why first of all, why are people coming for pizza on St. Patty's Day? <laughs> it's just a reason for people to get out and go and drink. Do yeah, stuff. Well, just just make it green and they'll be there. We didn't even have a green pizza at the time. People just ordering pizza. It's like, why are we selling out of pesto? Because it's green. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I think we did have a pesto special. Because <laughs> it's green. Because it's green. <laughs> Oh man, that's <laughs> now you think about it. Like, yeah, oh, shit. About it. That's, that's why we did it, man. I'll be hot sometimes. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, yeah. So you know, stay through the rush, right? And you know, as you say, when things start getting busy, uh, the high people are just slapping the door away. That's me slapping the door away, going along with their life. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker can't even slap a pizza, right? Can't even put it full circle in. Can't yeah. even. Doc and dredge the dough properly. Jesus. And we just got tickets just building up. It's like, it just building up. And, you know, trying to be supportive. Like, hey, bro, like, are you good? You want to switch? Like, you could top the pizzas and everything like that and everything like that. He's like, I got it. I got it. I can do it. I can do it. That, that's, I'm so serious. That's his voice. That was his voice. And when he, he was half Cuban. He's, he's half black, half Cuban. So when he gets aggravated, this motherfucker speaking in Spanish, he's just like, oh, puta madre. It's like, it ain't my fault, <laughs> though, bro. I'm, I didn't get you lit on St. Pat. Why? It's the green beer was cheap, right? <laughs> <laughs> Getting mad at everybody. I'm like, look, hey, come here. Come here. Let's hug it out. Look, look, look. look just put Parmesan on these pizzas right over here. 
Just put some basil on it. Just put some oil on it. Just rub this out, dude. So we switch, you know, because I'm trying to work out and everything like that. You know, so finally we starting to catch up on tickets and everything like that. But the pizza's dying over. So we used to have a, we had a, uh, we had an oven that get up to like 700, 800 and it's the rotating. So oh. yeah, it's one of them new joints. So you got to make sure you pull that bitch or it'll just keep. Yeah. So he catching pizza. He's supposed to be catching pizzas and topping them. <sighs> bitch is coming out looking like Gary Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker's black as hell. Bro, like, I'm like literally putting them in, trying to slap dough, putting them in, trying to catch pieces. Like, why are like, you here? To rotate. Go die somewhere. And the thing was, and like I said, like, and he's supposed to be, you know, cutting and topping, right? That's how we have the line set up. And this man is literally just like, don't, I'm not going to lie, these pizzas look good. They look really good. This nigga's taking like two minutes. He's like just trying to get the oil perfectly, ripping up like perfect pieces of basil, spraying them, like making sure it's the perfect amount of Parmesan. He's taking his time. He's he got classical music playing in the background. Oh my God. He's you listening to Mozart right now. <laughs> and then, of course, you know how servers do when they just start taking food because they I need see this. it. I need this. I need, I need this. this. So we get mixed up on the tickets I and everything this. like that. And it's because this nigga's taking so long with these pizzas that people are just taking stuff because they, they need it. Because they need it. Like, they need oh, it. I need this time. Kind of pizza. Oh well, yeah. I need this kind of pizza. Yeah, and it, it's not and Stevie V's. Yeah, and then you just people just taking in, and we not like checking on the. T- so we just like so now shit just you know, and it's an open concept. Mm-hmm. Well, the back of the house is is closed, but the pizza making since we do like the we do the tricks oh, and so stuff it's like a window that. So people can see. No, it's literally open. It's like the glass. Oh. Like people can sit at the bar and like see us on the other side making oh. pizza. It's just some glass that separates like a okay. like a level okay. glass. So like people see. Like us getting frustrated and watching him. So this nigga <laughs> gets aggressively mad. Thankfully, I wasn't caught in the crossfire because I'm the I was the um, I was the uh, the unproblematic fave of everybody that we worked with. And you know how everybody know, got that one person shit. in the kitchen that like that you just that they everybody just fuck with that one person because they and it's literally because they don't do anything True. but make the food and be high. Take their ass home. <laughs> they, they look. That's all they they do. They eat and skate. Mm-hmm. Seven mm-hmm. heaven. Six and they with the shits. Five and then five. Wow, I didn't even know it was that many. She said five and then five. Wow. Uh, four hit the door. Wow. I like that one though, because four is a short day. Yeah, I'm out. Like, I'm about to what do you mean four? you know? That was it. I just had half a day. I'm gone. Well, you just do your short shift. But what about other? Mm, look, look, I'm just supposed to be here for peak. That's it. I'm yep. going. Yep. Three and then I'm gonna smoke this tree. Two and then deuce and then one and done. I'm go- that's oh, it. Look, bro. Look, I, I used to look you. at the clock <laughs> and count down the time before. That's how you count it down the time. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just count that shit down. But anyways, this motherfucker starts getting like aggressive and everything like that, right? Because you know people getting on his ass, like everybody getting on his ass, right? And then it was like a special pizza, right? That we made like mm-hmm. it, um, that we had to get ingredients from the back and everything like that, which these pizzas don't take long to make. Cause like I said, it's a rotating oven. It's almost like, it's like at most 90 seconds to cook a pizza, depending on how people want it. Um, but it was like special ingredients and it was like a VIP pizza, right? This motherfucker is like going to get the pizza, right? First of all, he jammed it. So he ended up like cutting through the, oh, my bad. First of all, he ended up like jamming the pizza. So he ended up like cutting through. So it was end up melting onto the, oh. which we'll call it. And then what he was able to get out, he ended up slinging into the wall, into the other pizza boxes. Oh. So now we got oil and grease just dripping through our boxes that we folded before the shift that I folded when it was all nice and chill. Oh. You know, I'm vibing thinking I'm about to get out. And then, and now 
Because like in order for a pizza to cook at 90 seconds, that shit got to be at like 800 degrees. Right, so now right. that oven is on fire. And oh, every pizza yeah. that's in there now is overcooking. It's on fire because it's hotter than what, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what I tell you. Oh my God. So manager on duty ends up telling him like, nigga, you got to go. <laughs> wait, 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 how do how they do it professionally? Hey, so I'm going to need you to clock out. <laughs> Now, <laughs> like, now. Like, no, now, no, no, like, no, I can finish. No, 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 I'm gonna need your clock out, like, right now. <laughs> that's, that's how you know, like, uh, you might not have your job tomorrow. True. Um, yeah, and mind you, like, and at this point, we're probably on like 20, 25 minute ticket times. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like I said, it's an open concept, so everybody's looking at that oven on fire. It's like, you know what? Just cancel my pizza. I'm going to just, don't even worry about it. I'm you gonna know go. how many times, how many people were just look like, I can't believe it. And I'm just like, and I'm sitting there like, I'm slapping dough, just like, look, I'm doing the best that I can. Like, you see what I'm working with. I'm, t- I'm like, I'm throwing pizza for kids. Like, I'm like, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying over here, throwing up the little dough in the flat. Mm. What you want me to do, sir? It's just me. Mm, like, you want to come back here? You want to make your look, own look, pizza? Look, look. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. It's your mom. I'll let you walk back there with dress shoes on. All right, get your ass up. <laughs> get your ass up. <laughs> get we your need, ass up. I need a pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Can't walk, can you? Oh, well, come on. Come on. I need some sober cider on this. your pizza. I need some scallions on that one. <laughs> I need you to sling about 12. <laughs> now. Now. Oh, my God. Come on, I you're not docking dredging properly. Come Where's on, I need Karen? <laughs> Karen's sitting up there laughing her ass up. Well, you were. Get, get it done, Get it done. Say you're going to get it done. You got you got Kaylee and <laughs> why she gotta be Kaylee? <laughs> Kaylee K A Y L E I G H. Kaylee Ashley Peyton the, the G H sets it Tristan <laughs> Dakota. Ooh, I didn't even think about that one. Ooh, yeah, you met some. Oh, I met you some. You met some real ones, Dakota. Yeah. Dakota. That's what it made me think about, like an old banjo playing in the background. <laughs> My name's Dakota Riley. It sure is. <laughs> Definitely is. That's your mighty party over there. That's your sister. <laughs> I can't be talking about mountain people, bro. They get angry. They get real angry. They get angry. Oh, man. Those are definitely the people that, because uh, I've worked on both sides. Those are definitely my favorite people mm. um, for the entertainment value alone. Because after, after about like, I want to say about three or four years of being in the kitchen, you're probably hardened to a lot of stuff that people do. Yeah. On both sides. You don't really get surprised. You don't really get surprised. Like, things still surprise me. I don't really get surprised. It's when you, I say the surprise comes from <clears throat> seeing the same characters in different, I guess, I won't necessarily say tax brackets because I'm talking about restaurants, mm-hmm. but once you go through the category or caliber of restaurants, like through the spectrum from the hole in the wall to five star and up, and you see the same characters across the board just in different forms, yes, that's the part that's like shocking because it's like you really didn't expect to see that here. right? And you see it's like, oh shit, you just like the other guy that be drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. How the fuck you made it this far in the motherfucking steakhouse? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> And then you just watch that motherfucker on a busy night, drunk as fuck, just turning steaks. It's like, okay. 
I see why you've been here so long. All right, you one of them functioning alcoholics. <laughs> one of them don't just stay in their lane. Long as you don't leave that spot, you just use a broiler. That's it. That's you just can't ask you shit else right now. <laughs> you just call to say you ain't even looking at the ticket. You just calling them out. You just don't touch the fire. Right? You just in the zone. Yo, yo, alcoholic zone. You in that motherfucker. You just leaning. Just leaning. And then you see people at the hole in the wall. It's like, all right, I guess that's why you work at. The chicken oh, joint. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that's shocking. It's like, oh, I didn't expect this. It's it's like white people move into a neighborhood. They don't expect to see black people. And then they see them motherfuckers one day, like, who stays in that big house? And then they see them one day. Yeah, like, oh my oh. God, they're Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Like, you slightly shocked. Like, how the fuck you an alcoholic in a place like this? It's kind of how it goes. It's that's the only shocking part. Yeah, true. it's across all spectrums. Just like you got assholes and scammers across all tax brackets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. I worked with a meth head once. Ooh, hmm. interesting. Guess what? guess what? He was old reliable. Old reliable. Old faithful. He had to to supply his habit. That shit kind of expensive. This man talk like this. Ooh, he was heavy mm-hmm. in the shit. <laughs> he had three trim wash. The motherfucker clean a dish and oh, bust some tables. Man, no teeth. <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> you talk like this. It's, that's his life now. He just accept his life now at that point. But he was extremely nice. When you when you missing teeth, you ain't got no choice but to be extremely nice. You missing teeth. <laughs> like grown up teeth, homie. <laughs> Vital grown up teeth. We talking about the ones in the front. Now you missing some in the back. Some shit happened as a kid. You ain't never got it fixed. Nah, nigga. You missing all the motherfuckers in the front, bro. <laughs> Yo, look like a fountain display right now. He <laughs> could do it all. He could do it all. He could do it all. I, I really respect him. Method. Look, if you need some. Look, so we used to. So uh, the rest. One of the restaurants I worked in was uh. It looks nice, you know, walking through, but uh, that place a hot mess when you don't see the any of the pretty stuff. I can stuff. believe it because usually when it's that pretty, the back looks a little messed up. <laughs> Man, okay, so there's no back, like pretty much because it's like uh, this is like a like yeah. so where there's no back, there's an under. Oh, which no matter where you work, everybody calls it a dungeon. It's it's all connected. All the places are connected. Yes, under. But so yeah, everybody under, has access to the under. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm. Look, let me put it like this. Uh, they can shoot Resident Evil in the dungeon, <laughs> based on how that thing look. Get the, like, flat, the flashing lights. Mm-hmm. Flashing lights. Uh, yo, actually, yes, flashing lights. Uh, the elevator never works. So you always had to take the steps down. Well, like sometimes it works, but like I've never been caught on it. But I've had oh, workers get, that stuck. Been, get stuck. Oh. Right. Um, so you have to go down the stairs and the door is always locked behind you. Um, so when you get down to the basement, mind you, you have to go to I think it's like it's under the parking lot. So it's like it's the it's the elevator floors, right? On the is ground level, and then it's parking under and then under that, that's where like the dungeon is. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. The basement, the real basement. And it's like it's always smell moldy, it's always wet. Um I've definitely seen some animals crawling around, but like you can't really like tell. Can't make out what you it can't is. Can't make out what it is. Either that's a human turd or it's something down here I need to run from. Look, <laughs> it was always wet. It was always flooded. Oh, so it was all is that damp, dank, damp, stink smell. Uh, uh, smell like mildew, and you just hear stuff scurrying, lights flashing. 
And it's just a stretch. Like, it's just a stretch of that. <laughs> like a New York alleyway, bro. <laughs> Yo, you old debugging the fuck out, my nigga. Like, what's good with you, my nigga? What's good with you? <laughs> Y'all ain't talked to the guy in the dungeon? No, is somebody down there? Yeah. yeah. Trash can on fire and everything. <laughs> I, actually, I would not be surprised. Look, man. Cooking I, hot dogs. <laughs> July 22nd was popping down there. Right? <laughs> I did not know that. I'm gonna think about that every time I go down. Like it's a dungeon under me. I can I'm pretty sure I can I can I can get to it without like I don't you don't have to go through the stores because you can also go up. Oh uh, it's behind just a couple doors, but they don't lock any of the doors. I'm selling all of this. You might need to bleep that out. <laughs> but all this but like once you get like you get anywhere. Mm. Um yeah, you can literally get from one side to the other, and you can just take all the underground and everything connects. You just where they sneak out the famous people. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. I wouldn't be surprised because, like, even though there's the dungeon, like it eventually opens up, and then it looks more of like storage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you got to walk through like a, just a long tunnel of just horror. Horror. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And just and and it's a hill. It's a steep hill before it levels out. So you literally gotta like. So if you carrying something, like you got like. It sounds horrible. What did you have to go down there for? Like everything. Just, That's oh. where everything was stored. So we have like our restaurant. We had our back of the house, and then we have a storage area for like when seasonality changed. Like so, we had uh, like heat lamps, chairs, mm-hmm. like like boxes, um, like uh, produce, uh, not produce, uh, goods that can be non-perishable goods or goods that could be stored at room temperature. We'll mm-hmm. store down there. Mm-hmm. It was like a big grate that like cage that we that we had and it was like designated our and it was designated our space um but mm, mm. but yeah uh 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 but the meth head was the, the one who always volunteered to go down to the dungeon that's <laughs> where i do my stuff <laughs> don't nobody come down there say that right <laughs> and i just so happen to know that a manager and the meth head got caught doing meth Oh, in the storage area. What the hell? I don't know about to come down here. <laughs> Goddamn my shit. Man. <laughs> Caught these motherfuckers doing meth. I mean, you know, if it was weed, I would have just let it fly, you know, took oh, a hit and came back. But these niggas was doing meth. <laughs> <laughs> just like of all the things. So looking you at You don't one, believe that exists. Man, you look at your co-workers, man, you would never know. They just think it's, it's weed. It's like, no, nah, people are heavy in coke, heavy in meth, like all type of opioids, and especially mm-hmm. medication. Mm-hmm. People just act like it's just something they seen on TV or YouTube. Like, oh, it really doesn't sit. No, it's it's bad out there. And then the pandemic has made it worse because you inside mm-hmm. with the kids running around. <laughs> <laughs> kids running around with you no pants You might be employed. Them. You might not be employed. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, yes, it's gotten worse, people up there on the hill eating fried kale chips it's gotten bad out here in the street <laughs> yeah. oh gosh I, man, it's I, the only thing about the restaurant industry is y'all motherfuckers gotta eat regardless I, anybody listening to this right now when the last time you ate i bet it was in the day somebody cooked that shit mm-hmm. restaurant industry is not gonna die it's, it's having a faint heartbeat right now <laughs> oh yeah no for sure restaurant industry is having a faint heartbeat and people are starting to adapt like i've heard chick-fil-a i mean not chick-fil-a Chipotle is doing an all digital restaurant. Huh. 
Mm-hmm. So it's going to be screens on screens on screens. You just go in there um, with your phone, put your order in or do it on the tablet, make it in the back. So the whole service part of our industry is getting smaller and mm-hmm. smaller. And then you got all these big restaurants closing because the whole point was the experience. I'm not going to go to your restaurant and pay $350 for it to go. Yeah, no. Like part of that 350 was the experience that mm-hmm. came with it. So they shut down because they can't really function. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the smaller places are going to more contactless payments, more contactless everything. So they're like, oh, we don't really need this much staff. We just need to be able to work in the back. Mm-hmm. And then if all of them are going to have these new machines, okay, we only need three people on a shift. So it's starting to, the environment is changing and the pandemic has kind of pushed that with this whole stay away from people and don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. It was already in the works. Like you, you've seen, everybody's seen the Amazon video where you just put your product in the basket and the basket scans. Of course. It. That, that shit is moving faster than we thought. And the pandemic has really pushed that along to help people feel safe. It's like, oh, you don't really have to touch this or touch that. There's nobody here to talk to. So it's just mm-hmm. people in the back. But then it's like, what well, do you have a problem? You gonna talk to the screen? <laughs> no, nah, I mean we still need people there, but not. Nah, but you're, but you're right. Automation is taking a big, big. I'm pretty sure you've seen um 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 the those, burger the the burger yeah. arm. So how do you feel about that? I feel that I put it to you like this. For it depends on your skill set. If you were a person who you were just getting into it and you really didn't go anywhere, and that's kind of where you stay, burgers and fries type simple stuff. Automation is going to catch up to you faster than you think. So you either go switch to tech, learn how to fix the motherfuckers, say, oh, I've also worked in the kitchen and I know how to fix these things. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to elevate yourself because there's certain stuff a robot can't do. Like right. flipping a burger, making sure lettuce and onions and all of that stuff, which is basically a uniform shape, is in a tube to automatically put a burger together. Yeah, it's a simple product. But when you're talking about, mm, let's say, can a robot make a Wellington right now? No. no. <laughs> Are there people who still eat stuff like that? Yeah. So you don't have robots pumping out catering orders, although it's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Definitely coming. Some of that stuff that banquet chefs order came from a machine, but I feel that it's the, the lower, simpler stuff is gradually going to be taken over by automation. Mm-hmm. But the more advanced or technical things, like the whole, I guess, art of cooking, it'll never be automated. It's nothing better than seeing someone actually make your food or know that a human being made it. Yeah, to see two robot knife arms do it, it's like, oh, that was fast as fuck. But to know that somebody made it, they tasted it, they made sure it was good, they put that extra little char on the side or some shit. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, robot don't really know that. A robot goes by timing and it's done now. Human being is like, yeah, it's good when that little caramelized get on there. Let me just give it a little swirl right here. Yeah, true. It's that little extra human part that the robot can't get. So that's why I feel cooking will never be completely automated if you're a chef you'll definitely have to adapt and bring your own you to whatever you make but just look at it now it's a bunch of motherfuckers doing the same shit it's it's a bunch of people restaurants who are literally doing the same thing but it's enough for everybody to eat like oh i can go down the street and get xyz oh i like this place better but i like this that i have over there and they both small joints that do burgers and fries and wings it's a ton of wing places around this motherfucker Mm -hmm. and i can name three of them and i'm like yeah i go to them on a regular basis i like this sauce over here or i like this over there or you know it's certain stuff this place has fried rice that place don't Mm-hmm. But, you know, they 20-piece in fries with the seasoning they put on there be on point. But sometimes I like to get a 10-piece and fried rice from over here. It's a bunch of places doing the same shit. 
So everybody can eat. Don't ever be worried about, oh, well, it's already a fried chicken food truck. So, motherfucker, it ain't yours. What's, Make another one. What's the difference? I mean, get people to come to your fried chicken food truck. Who cares if it's one that's been open for five years? Yeah, no, that's real. Because people want something there. Oh, it's a new one that popped up. Let's go here. Oh, that shit good. That shit bomb, bro. You know, bro. All the time. <laughs> right? I mean, it, and it happened like that, but that's part of the game. And then somebody going to come along and improve on that. And then, but all three of them can exist and have their own, you know, fan base. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Cause I mean, if you're running a food truck and you're making, let's say, 150 profit and it's five of y'all, okay, you still making your money, mm-hmm. which, which you, well, I'm not the only one. All right, nigga, do something else. That's big facts. That's big facts. Can't let it beat you up. Like, it's a trillion fucking podcasts. Okay. <laughs> Here's okay. one more. Old in the sea of podcasts. One more. Let's see what happens. Yeah. That's real. That's how you got to look at it with anything. That's real. That's real. <laughs> Would you? It's two things in there. Uh, one. Yes. Uh, where's that 20 piece place with the fries? I want to <laughs> know because I want a 20 piece. A 20 piece place with the fries. Wait, were you just you no, just no, 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 no? I'm trying to think where it is to tell you the location because it was, and I can say the name because they're closed now. It was a place called Empire State, and they had oh, their pizza was so good, their wings were good. They it was they closed. Yeah, they closed. Like I think before the pandemic hit, they were about to close. Dang, and it's called Empire State, and I don't know if anybody listening to this has ever been there. They made like New York pizza and the pizza would be huge. Like I'm talking $30 pizzas. Oh like man, $30 like the Brooklyn style like, pepperoni. <sighs> place was phenomenal. But they're closed now. It was like, it looked like some mom and pop joint that, that they really place. didn't, I guess, maybe it was family owned or something like that. But the food was bomb. You wouldn't necessarily stay there. It's not date night material. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was a hole in the wall. I mean, if you want to watch the game, I guess, but we usually got that shit in bounce. Oh, man. Where did... Well, we've been going to... um Wingstop. It's Wingstop, Empire State. And where the fuck... I'll just text her. See if she... Mm-hmm. Where we get wings from. Oh, the Korean. The f- Korean fried rings on Beaufort Highway. Oh. Uh, happy Chicken... Oh, Hello Chicken. Hello Chicken. I always I, want to call it Happy Chicken. Hello Chicken. I know Hello Chicken. Empire. Wingstop. Hello Chicken. Empire is the one that had where you get the 20 piece and the fries and the pizza because me and Shayla used to do that all the time. and be fat asses. Man, inner fat kids. Inner fat kids. So with the inner fat kid and you, uh, want one of them robot burgers? I need a robot. I would eat a robot burger. <laughs> I definitely eat a robot burger because I feel hopefully I have, you know, some lengthy time on this planet and it'll get to the point where it'll be like, well, shit. um, It's like five robot joints around me. Uh, I can't be scared of because that's the direction that stuff is going. And it's probably cheaper to buy a robot burger than to have a whole staff of human beings to make that one burger. So I definitely try. I'm not scared of a robot burger. It'll probably be better than a human in some points of consistency, like you know, if you go there, it's gonna be the same every time, mm-hmm. even more than McDonald's. And 
the thing that gets over the fast food joints is with the robot burger, you got a human being that actually took the ground beef and loaded it in the machine for the day or loaded it in the tube that slices it. So it's not frozen, it's fresh. Mm -hmm. And it's able to be fresh because it's so efficient. Oh, I just got to take these tomatoes and put it in the tube so it slices it in the onions. Mm -hmm. Made made the ground beef mixture for the blah, blah. So it's probably a better burger and faster. At least that's how I'm thinking about it. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, if you're telling me there's probably two staffs of humans and they just load up you know all of the ingredients and that means they probably do this every day on a regular basis it's fresh they're not under stress because this is all they have to do so they'll make sure that is fresh mm-hmm. instead of dragging ass and going oh fuck that shit you ain't gonna see that brown lettuce <laughs> no it's like this is all you gotta do is load these tubes make sure they fresh or it's not gonna work because if they're rotten they're not gonna be firm enough for the blade to go through and all that shit so it has to be fresh right ground beef has to be fresh can't be frozen that's the whole point of the show so from that standpoint, fuck yeah, I have a robot burger. I didn't even think about the freshness. Yeah, I love to have a fucking robot burger. That's the way, that's the direction shit's going. Man, you sold me on the robot burger. <laughs> oh, man. Why not? You get five of them motherfuckers in two minutes, and they Whoa. all the same. Mm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh, man. No, that was it. Because I'm like, because speaking of automation, like, I know that I feel like the hospitality industry will be hit because we already have like driving cars, right? Um, and even though it's not at the point where self-driving cars can like, like function with the rest of us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for extended period of Without time. support. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we don't need to have these things be perfect. I think that's where a lot of people are like, where they're seeing it and they're expecting these cars to be perfect. It just needs to be better than human error. Yeah. And once we get to that point, like if we can innovate technology to the point where it can just start being better than human error. We're going to see some of these low skill, like you already alluded to, like be uh, minimized. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be fully. I it, feel like it, it'll be a while. We'll we'll be gone. <laughs> we'll, we'll, be gone. <laughs> we'll be gone. But it, it's going to get there. But I mean, look at the different like look how much they push the stem on kids. And there's so many learning kits that you can buy for a child now. Like mm-hmm. I remember growing up, you it was it wasn't a lot of stuff that teach you how to program. Mm-hmm. Or code or build XYZ. Now it's just robotic. Club. It's just a robust amount of sh- it's everywhere. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to learn how to code? Oh, your child's interested, and they make it fun. It's like it's this little cat that moves around, and you tell the cat that when it sees a square, that it can move left or move right. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. And now they're like, you know, seven years old, coding animatronics with <laughs> a touchpad like think about that for no, that, that's real no, that's so real that's actually so real that's the direction that stuff is going it's for, to everyone with a child get them some form of stem like i think it's science technology was it science technology engineering and mathematics yeah, engineering and mathematics get them some form of a stem learning device stem kit cuz that's the direction the world is going mm-hmm. don't do like my parents did where you know you either play a sport you're a lawyer doctor or engineer no let your kid it programming coding look look at the world let let your kid know that hey you want to design an app at 12 years old and that app make the family 16 million dollars <laughs> think of that's how you got to think about it like i can remember being told turn off the game do xyz step away from the screen meanwhile some kid made millions of dollars playing fucking Fortnite, bro <laughs> Bro, and it's actually people that's like older than me, right? older than you, that like makes money from streaming every single day. So it's like you take a big look at the world when you look at your kids and go, okay, well, what, what you like? What, what interests you? What are you? 
You want to do okay, cool. You ain't gotta do you ain't gotta play a sport. You ain't gotta do XYZ. You wanna make phone apps? Okay. Just as long as it's some movement and they ain't just talking shit. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, facts. Oh, you wanna do that? Don't have me buy this shit. And then you're like, no, nah, I don't like that no more. <laughs> Fuck that. You don't finish <laughs> it. You wanna do this. No, you yeah, gotta no. give them options though. For sure, for sure. I feel our options were were kind of limited, or at least mine were, because your parents were just that's what they knew. It was like, you know, sports, doctor, lawyer, engineer. It was that was just really it. I'm pretty sure all of those was pushed on me at one point. So it's like, uh, that's that's all I got, niggas. Nine to five, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now it was like, oh, you want to be entrepreneur? Okay. Well, entrepreneur, what? You want to sell other people shit at a premium? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drop ship? Okay. What else you want to do? Drop ship, own a restaurant, and a blog. Mm-hmm. And, and then you stream your life. It's mm-hmm. like, I never thought of doing all of that. And people really do do all of that. And they don't mind the exposure. It's just look at me. Mm-hmm. But you know, we mean think about that shit. Mm-hmm. So easy to be or be on a movie or you know make your own movie on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You just pull out your motherfucking phone. You got something funny. You popular. Mm-hmm. Our generation didn't think about that shit, and I'm kind of glad because looking at all the stupid shit now, Ooh, it's like you gonna regret that when you 40. Ooh, remember <laughs> the fire challenge? The people in the shower with the yeah. I don't know if they had alcohol or whatever. Yeah, something was on a little fire. I'm like, why are people do that shit hurt? Like I know it it as a chef, having any part of you on fire, like let's say you got alcohol in the pan and you put the pan That's on just- some of it gets on you and it flares up. I, I, fire's hot, my G. Very. So seeing somebody just the fire go up their whole body, I'm like, I know that shit hurt. <laughs> I know it hurt like a motherfucker, bro. You that shit gonna hurt for days. <laughs> yes, it will. And it's gonna start to peel and shit. You got it all of like y'all stupid. Remember the, like the ice challenge where people <laughs> used to put like wrapping things up in uh, ice and they get themselves frostbite. It was like where the uh, ice salt challenge. They'll put like ice and salt on it and like try to hold it as fast as they. I mean, as long as they can. Why? Tide pod challenge. Remember that one. <sighs> My favorite one was the cinnamon challenge. Oh, the cinnamon challenge. See, I've known about that forever because I've done that shit. Or yeah. somebody treat me. Did you eat some cinnamon? What do you mean? Eat some cinnamon? <laughs> and it's like, I was so astounded by that, how I coughed up a lung that I took cinnamon and put it in water and I realized, I was like, that's why. That cinnamon just stood there. It just sat right <laughs> on top of it. stood there. I'm like, I... <laughs> She was agitated. Was like, what the- I can do this. I can do this. I just need to take some water. Switch. Cinnamon was like, fuck all that moisture you just put in your it mouth. It's tree bark. <laughs> right? It's ground up tree bark. That shit ain't going nowhere. That shit hurts so bad. You talking about coughing up a lung? Like, right? It's like, you can't do it. You just can't do it. Whenever somebody tells you you can't do some shit, you automatically want to try. I want to do that shit, man. Okay. Nigga, fuck you. I'm going to do that shit. Take a whole spoon in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like a mummy came back to life, just powder coming out your mouth, man. Lungs on fire. It's just like fuck you, going bro. down the wrong hole. Oh man! After I see if I had seen someone do that shit, I wouldn't have did it. It's like cinnamon challenge. Oh, what you got to do? Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, see, I'm the dumbass to actually look at it and was like, yeah, I'm totally doing that shit. I did it as a kid. Fuck me up. See, I had no exposure. Why well, did have exposure? But I had no sense. And then I learned the science behind it. I was like, oh, okay, so it's just not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> like it's physically it's impossible. It's just not gonna work. <laughs> so everybody doing this shit is a fucking idiot because it's known it's not gonna work. Yeah. I, I'm kind of glad that I don't have 
a child of that age when all of that stuff was popular. Oh, because God. you're a parent, you go to work, you know, normal parent shit, and you find out your kid is at home pouring alcohol all over their body and lighting themselves on fire. You don't think to hide the alcohol and the lighter. It's like, this is normal stuff in the house. You know what the fuck that is. You know why the fuck we had that. You know, I'm going to work. Nigga, have a nice weekend. You know, or Saturday, you ain't got to go to school, whatever. And then you see that they trending on fucking face. It's like, nigga, what? <sighs> you just see your kid setting himself on fire. It's like, I got to step outside. <laughs> <laughs> and then you posted that dumb shit. You use my alcohol? Is that why I've been missing alcohol? You've been playing around with my alcohol? I think you was <laughs> drinking it. At least drink it. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. Why is it ice water all over the floor? Doing the ice bucket challenge. What? In the house? <laughs> it's cold outside. It's an ice bucket challenge. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine the black parents, or not even black parents, parents across the board just who came home and saw their kid doing some stupid internet what the shit. the fuck are you doing? Like just in the middle kids of on the internet. And then be posting. I'm like, you got caught by your mom in the middle of a twerk. Why did you post it? You could have deleted that and then just like, oh, you're doing it live and somebody captured that shit. Mm-hmm. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Seconds before. Right. I, I would my kid ass like, no, nah, don't do that. You know what type of people out there in the world? Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-mm. 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 No. If you're going to do it, wear a mask. <laughs> I ain't gonna know you my child over here twerking on Instagram. Oh gosh. See, I'm here over here thinking that you're gonna catch COVID through the internet. <laughs> nah, I don't know who kid that is. Don't that look like Stacy Root? Must Mm-mm. be one of her friends. Mm-mm. You know these ain't kids look like these days. Right? <laughs> don't child slut shame me. <laughs> Cause my child a little thotty out here in these streets. It ain't my fault. I can't control it. I mm-hmm. done beat their ass and everything. Can't do it. Motherfuckers just like twerking on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I, I don't even twerk for the gram. It's like, but you used to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got here. <laughs> Little pixelated video. Remember '95? Nope, it's not me. Mm-mm. Can't see my face. That's you. Don't got an outfit no more. It ain't me. It ain't me. About thirty pounds lighter in that damn video. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> now, who that skinny bitch is? It ain't me. I wonder how many parents got caught on Freaknik now that their kids are like eighteen, <sighs> you nineteen, <know> twenty. <laughs> Because I've seen videos of like the place, a place in Detroit called Belle Isle, which is like an island where you had stuff like Freaknik. Oh. But Freaknik in Atlanta was gigantic and everybody had them handy cams because that's back when they was popular. So that's an interesting question of how many parents got caught <laughs> on them Belle Isle barbecues <laughs> and them ACL freak, Freakniks. It's like, oh shit, mama, is that you? I seen a video of you on YouTube. And it was like three men all over you, mom. <laughs> all open. Wet t-shirt contest. Before doing it for the mom, gram was a thing. Mama got them all out in them streets. Like, yeah. Because the worst that's going to happen is you're going to end up on some video. But you never thought that it was going to come out like that in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You, you never. It's Somebody recorded it. It was on VHS. It's like, well, I ain't see it. If they show it to their friends, I don't know the motherfuckers. And now people are putting VHS on the internet and we got your thought ass mama. Busting it open. You and auntie up there busting it open. Yeah. Uh, on top of the police car. Old Polaroids. <laughs> These was the first nasty news. <laughs> this is the first. <laughs> we gonna get somebody grandma caught up. But wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, that was being nasty back in the day. Like, motherfuckers got dressed. 
came in the bedroom and pulled out the whole Polaroid. You're t- you had to wait. <laughs> you had to shake it away. Like, no, nah, you need to move your leg over there. Move your leg over there. Because yeah. it wasn't no like preview screen and nothing. Wait, you know what's funny that you say that? Because now the I think first I'm, news. I'm pretty sure movies like from the 90s that used to be like a romantic thing where the guy would like photograph like the woman and then, they, and then you'll just see the pictures just drop and it's like, 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 like rose petals and stuff. <laughs> you want to say that sounds like a good idea. Buy one of them old cameras and some film and just. Uh, like, hey, baby, you gotta burn them bitches afterwards, <laughs> though. You can't. You can't just have them up there in them streets. You gotta. Mm-mm, we gotta. You gotta burn them afterwards. Yeah, just look through them motherfuckers one time. Look, this is fun. And then right. burn them up same night in the fireplace. <laughs> but that was. Those were the first selfies. Somebody had a Polaroid. <laughs> Snapping pictures of your mama or your auntie. <laughs> up in the mirror. <laughs> trying to hold that big ass pole, trying to hit the button to take the picture while holding the boom. Oh shit! Somebody did that for real. Somebody did that for real. Somebody did that shit for real. Uh, but anyway, enough of the <laughs> switching games. New the first new Polaroids, which oh my god. I'm pretty sure if you get a house and like the person passed away or it was a hoarder house or just an old person's house in general, I'm pretty sure you find like old nudes. They're probably old selfies, old nude selfies that exist, but they got to be in somebody's house that like never moved. (laughs) Like they just been in there until they passed. Now you buy the house. It's like, we got to clean it up. That was why the price was so low. It's like, oh shit, Gertrude used to get down. You just got hunted by an old nasty bitch. <laughs> we should have touched the pictures. Now it's old naked lady walking around now. Just butt ass naked. <laughs> saggy titty, saggy, saggy ass. Got a fupa. It's fucked up. And all you hear in the back. It's not like a cat in heat. I've heard that shit. They be outside sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck going on with these cats. Uh, it's terrible, bro. <laughs> they be getting down. Okay, okay, okay. Let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I can't get that mental image out of my head. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, So, uh, I was thinking, uh, since you were talking about kids earlier, like, yes, sir. What's a cooking technique that you want to pass on to your? You said a, a technique, or at least, or at least a school of thought, or would it be just basic skills? And then you just like want to like just let the curiosity take hold. Um, one basic thing that I feel would have to be passed down would be how to use a knife, because whether you're a professional or you're a home chef, it's very important because it makes a difference between. Oh, I don't want to fucking cook because it just takes so long to, okay, yeah, let me just do that. And then I'll have food for the next two days. Because mm-hmm. you're not scared of the prep or the cutting work to get to the end result because you learn how to use a knife properly. I feel that actually everybody should know that as just a basic, because you got to feed yourself. Facts. Facts. <laughs> so if there was anything I would pass down to my child, it would be how to use a knife. That would be the most important thing. That and people will always disappoint you. <laughs> I was just strictly talking about the kitchen, but you're not wrong. 
Man, nothing more disappointing than walking in somebody's house after they done talked up their mac and cheese and you just looking at that shit like. Uh, <laughs> like, you ain't tell me it was like this. Super goat cheese in mac? Nah. I actually see somebody pulling off goat cheese. But when you don't expect it at the cookout, <laughs> then you're looking no. at that mac and cheese like, who the fuck? Is that cottage cheese in it? Oh, yeah, say, okay, I'm, I'm going to trust you. <laughs> Cottage cheese. Because I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd like, that shit rip. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I, mm, that's actually good. That's No, that's a good point. Because now I'm thinking about, like, me and knife skills, like, just, because, of course, I knew how to cook before I started working in restaurants. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. like, man, just to be Makes able to knock difference. out prep, just... Like sometimes I just do prep just because, just because I know life I'm going to do it. It's very life changing. Nice <laughs> it changes skills. the whole day. So we got all this shit to do. It's not that bad. It's gonna take a while, but it ain't that bad. Plus, I think I'm like the one of the only people. Actually, you said it on one of your previous episodes, but like I'm probably one of the only people who've never like cut themselves, like mm. or terribly cut themselves because I've cut myself before, but like terribly cut myself with a knife. Oh yeah, just because it, it happens. It's just, it's. Man, not it's like common. It's, it's so <laughs> common. And the funny thing about it is too is like, whenever I like try to tell people about knife skills, just because it's like you know one always the one thing I always say is like, yo, just get a still for your knife, sharpen, learn how to sharpen your knife. That's it. And like what I'm met with every single time without fail is no, like then my knife is gonna be sharp, and then I'm gonna cut myself. Like, <sighs> okay, no. let's, let's, let's let me break this down. So even though that's the case like yeah you like you have a better chance of not cutting yourself when your knife is sharp it's like would you rather take a sharp turn in a school bus or a corvette of course a corvette that's the difference between a sharp knife and a dull knife you have more confidence in taking that corner Mm -hmm. (laughs) intact yes (laughs) and then flipping the bitch over and injuring yourself Mm -hmm. with a sharp knife that's facts it's really it's just but you know, when people are scared of the fact that it's sharp. Like, oh, I'm gonna make a mistake. It's like, yeah, but with a dull knife, it's easier to make that mistake yeah. that would lead to cutting yourself. So, big facts. People don't look at it that way. They just like, oh. it's just the ignorance around knife skills and everything like that. That was like literally what. That was like the first thing I learned. I was fortunate enough to, even though I was working at a Tex-Mex spot that's known for poisoning people, um, they really harped on me learning knife skills before I did anything like prep working a grill. Um, I don't need it for the line. Actually, some people needed it for the line. But like if I wanted to move to the cashier and cut lemons and even just basic cutting lemons and limes, like they made sure that everybody understood like basic knife skills. So shout out to that. I, I agree. For for me, the skill I would pass on uh would be cooking rice. <laughs> you know how many people, you know how people mess that up though? Like true. True. Cooking, cooking rice and like I guess the, different types of rice. Yes, there are these levels to it. Make sure, for sure, for make sure. sure you give them at least three. Like, it's a little different. I'm gonna do because we ain't gonna do white rice. Oh wait, unless it's jasmine rice. Um, jasmine rice where you like where you it put is. it in a big pot and then you just unique. like super um yeah, like just like to let it um to boil without covering it and it's like more water than it is rice and it just never like boils down. Like somebody needs to learn how to. I mean. Yeah, because jasmine rice are easily turned to mush. Yes, and I've done it a couple times before. It's like, what does it mean? You go to pick it up with a spoon and go, it's like, oh Oh my gosh. And like, you can't. can't use that now. I mean, make some rice pudding. Yeah. Stuff it with vegetables and call them rice cakes. 
Ooh, that's actually a good. Never thought some about soy that. Soy sauce, mixed vegetables, and some cabbage. You know, that's them, them rice cakes. That's smart. That's smart. I had to just, hey, sometimes you got to get out of sticky situations. What we going to do with this? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Look, we got some soy sauce, a little mirin in it. Mixed in. Mm. Going to have cakes. Mm. But yeah, um, I definitely agree with rice. Because little, it doesn't cost a lot of money. So a little goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And your child may be in a situation where, mm, okay, you got a lot of cash right now. I don't really feel like asking my parents. So... I'm just going to eat rice, chicken, and broccoli to my next check. <laughs> you can eat rice with everything. <laughs> I'm just going to eat rice, chicken, and broccoli through my next check. Okay. They get paid. They'll be like, well, you know, teach me how to cook rice cake, man. He was like, oh, yeah, you broke last week, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know when you came here to wash clothes, you looking for shit to take back. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like, it's so funny. It's, it's, it's so interesting watching, like, people mess up rice because it's really simple and it's basic but like it's or a basis <laughs> or and it was funny too because eggs actually came up in my uh one of the things i was thinking like what i would definitely teach like learning how to cook an egg properly and not just scrambling the eggs until like you know i mean like actually making it's an egg, egg over easy or medium um the only thing that i don't know how to do is baste an egg and I've only seen it happen like once. Yeah, because nobody does that shit. I mean, it's assholes. It was somebody that was super pretentious that came in, of course. And that was the only time I've ever seen it. It's like a, a sunny side up with glasses on. I remember seeing it. It's like it's like it has a thin film over it. Yeah. It's, it's like sunny side up, but you baste it a little bit so it gets just a little cook layer. Oh, so it's like just cover it and like it, let it steam over. It's like a bougie ass sunny side up. Like basically, if you were making an over easy, when the whites get solid and you flip that bitch, you take it off. Like, oh, it's real quick. But some people just take the spoon and you keep fucking basting it. Like you would finish a steak almost. You keep putting the juice over it and over oh, it okay. until you develop that layer and then it's good. But Nobody ever orders that shit. And I'm just saying, nigga, somebody ordered that shit. I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh, hell no. I ain't doing that fuck. That, that means I'm stuck on this one pan until this is finished. It's not like, oh, flip this. Take this. Made it. I can't do that. Now I'm stuck here. <laughs> You're just doing that. Because you basically want a basted egg, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny that you say that because my manager, when he was doing that, um, he literally was like, it was busy, of course. He was like, man, I ain't got time for this shit. He literally took one of them lids, took a spray bottle of water, was like, and then covered that thing up. Look, checked it again, was like, covered that joint up. Look again. He's like, all right, it's good. He was like, oh, and I was like, is that how you're supposed to do it? He looked at me, was like, no, but he ain't gonna know the difference. I took it out to the table because that's when I was a server. He put it on the table, and then the guy just stared at it. And I'm like, is this good? He was like, you actually basted the egg. It's perfect. I'm just like, just tip me ten dollars. He definitely did tip me ten dollars, but <laughs> it was a it was a cheap breakfast spot, so like ten dollars was like way more than. But I'm just like, yo, shut up! I'm just trying to get this, man. Is that you actually basted an egg, douchebag? <laughs> Thought you were gonna fuck it up. You were Negroes. <laughs> he was an old brown dude. It's a civilized egg. It's a very civilized egg. I'm. Mm. For no fuck ass reason. It's like the people who put the egg in the little, I forgot what you call that shit. It holds them and then they crack it with a spoon and eat oh, it. Yeah. Eat the egg out of the shell. That's, That's some old school shit. Weird to me. This, they, they literally cut the shell evenly 
and then put stuff in the egg, like caviar or top it with onions, like inside the shell. I'm like, okay, not my cup of tea. You know, to make or eat, <laughs> you just give me an over easy. Yeah. I'm straight. <laughs> I appreciate my poverty. Thank you so much. Right, I, right? I'm not, I'm good. I don't need that type of. I'm good. It's like y'all just figured out expensive ways to do normal shit. Exactly. Me no egg holder. Crack that motherfucker. Call it a day. It's like no. Drop that bitch right there. Precisely off the top, stuffed with caviar and microgreens. It's like no, I'm not doing that to my egg. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, you used to work at a breakfast spot, right? Yes. Cool. So out of okay, so pizza joint. Mm. Yeah. All right, actually, I'm going to just go general. So, like, of all the places from the hole in the wall to five star and, like, everything in between, what was the most pleasant place to work at? Damn. That's actually a good question. Because I kind of hated all of them. (laughs) 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 And I hated all of them for... But they all served a purpose. Like, I hated all of them, but I learned something from each of them. But, I mean, it's just like life and working in the kitchen with the pay makes it difficult. Because life kind of sucks. And then the kitchen kind of sucks. And then even when you so-called get the money that you want to make, it still kind of sucks. So, I would have to say, honestly, you said what was the... Most pleasant. Most pleasant. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Looking through it, I would have to say the spot I'm at now, which I'm not going to name, but I'm going to say the spot I am at now is because I have no responsibility. Huh. I'm not a manager. Oh, yeah. So I'm basically on vacation because you still have the skill set, the knowledge, the speed, everything from doing, you know, those 600 covers, 1,200, you you have all of the knowledge from your journey. You still have that. You're just not expected to show that, but it's still there. So when it's like, oh, we need to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, you're like, okay, all right, I take care of that half. Um, and you let me know if you need me to do anything else, but I got those six things right there. What time do you need them? All right, yeah, I got it. No, don't worry. It's okay. It's like you you don't realize I used to I used to be you like, right <laughs> at a much bigger place. So I have to say now it's the most pleasant because I'm not responsible for what everybody is doing. I just have to make sure that I do my stuff mm-hmm. as good as I can by your standards and you know just help out where I can and go on about my day. I'm not responsible for what the fuck you doing, what you doing or what you doing. The only difficult part is and sometimes people are in denial because you didn't come in as a manager and the people that they're used to dealing with at that level don't have the knowledge that you have because they're coming from down up, mm-hmm. not up down. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of rare. So it's like, you know, you just got to just nod your head and go, yes, because I don't backside anybody. I just just walk around that motherfucker like an idiot. It's like, OK, this is how you want to treat me. Cool. Don't try it though. Right. Please don't try. Oh, I need you to do this, this, this. Okay, so you trying to be a dick right now? Oh, cool, no problem. Here you go. 
<laughs> just walk up. Is there anything else? Because it's, it's the end of my shift. Like I, I do exactly what that schedule will say. You don't get the extra, <laughs> you know, effort. No, that's your, you want to be a Boy Scout? I've been there, done that. Okay, you can have that shit. So here is where it's the most pleasant because I get to do stuff like this. I can come home and do research. I can look at other streams of income that I can be working on. Like, it gives me a chance to do that. I'm not, I don't have... Ash Ketchum syndrome. I'm not trying to be the best that ever was. And, you know, no hate to chefs who want to do that. But for me, it's like, eh, I've, I've actually took that journey. You know, I've been under people who have, you know, a whole alphabet after their name and learn from some fantastic people. Mm-hmm. So I see where you get that allure. I see where you get that love. But for me, you know, I want to be able to take a vacation and not worry about how much it costs. Right. And I want to do that when I'm still at the age where, you know, I can bend over, jump, roll over, climb mm-hmm. some shit and, mm-hmm. you know, be good. I don't want to be white haired and then be <laughs> able to take a vacation. and relax. I want to do it while I'm still kind of young. So right. the chef route is is long. Not saying the money's not there. It's just long. Mm-hmm. And not saying that this may not take as long, but I'd rather have different things going on and just dead set on chef, 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 food, 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 food. Yeah. I can't, I, I've done that. I've been that guy that's just, you know, live, breathe food. I get off of work. I look at this cookbook. I order this cookbook on Amazon. Oh, I want to try this. Oh, how would this be as a special? Oh, I think that's off to work. Well, we had that leftover from yes. I've been that person that's just all day, all day. Mm-hmm. Not no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on vacay. So the place that I'm at now, because of the position I have, is probably the most pleasant. Word. Because honestly, it's like, okay, well, worst case scenario, y'all motherfuckers let me go and then I go somewhere else and I'll be damned if I make less. Like, I'm not going under my price because mm-hmm. you get me at a budget. Mm-hmm. Like, what you're getting right now is what costs you well over <laughs> what you pay. I need the time. Right. So I'm going to take that pay cut so that I have the time outside of work to do other things. Because when you all in the kitchen... It's like you living under a rock. You don't know what the fuck going on That's on facts. the outside world unless it came on your phone. That's or facts. somebody called you and said, oh, X, Y, Z, happened, X, Y, Z. You under a rock. Kitchen is your life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. And granted, your skill builds immensely. You become an amazing motherfucker. But not everybody want to pay for your amazing ass sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you sitting there on this pedestal and it's like, okay, you're kind of stuck here because everywhere else is offering less and then the job that offers more is all the way here. And your wife doesn't want to relocate because she has her, you know, so-called dream job and the mm-hmm. kids good in school. So it's like, you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to, oh, okay, babe, where you want to go? Oh, you're thinking about an opportunity here. Okay. Let's pack up and go. It's right. a different life when you had that easy, you got enough money to move. You That's got real. leeway. And I feel that getting there as a chef just takes a little, it's a little long for me. Not, not against anybody who does that. But mm-hmm. for me, I'd rather do other things. No, I mean, no. I still I still know the shit. I st- you don't forget. It's like riding a fucking bike. Yeah. You don't forget shit that you actually had to do, that you got yelled at about being wrong. You still have all that skill. And a lot of people forget that. They feel that, you know, I, I, if I don't have this title, I'm not the same. It's like, no, you still have all the knowledge and skill when you had that title. Mm-hmm. It's okay to take a step back and move somewhere else. It's, mm-hmm. You don't have to be the same, the same, the same, the same, the same. It's, no, you... You was an executive chef, right? You did X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Okay. Now you're a server. 
You still know everything. You still tell us that, hey, no, I'm not serving that to my dude. No, this, I can look at that and tell us overcooked. No, this is a black woman. And if I give her this overcooked state, she's going to be mad because she think that I'm judging her. Please take that back, Shia. Mm-hmm. Like you have the ability to do that. And the motherfucker can't say nothing wrong. Like, all right, all right. All right you make sure, make sure Mr. Perfect's table is right. Yeah, and then they're going to talk shit. But, but your my shit going to be right. Be right. Yeah. Because you still have that mindset. You still have that skill set. So, once you obtain it, you'll never lose it. So don't worry about where you are, how much you make, and things that you always had the ability to go up. It's like, if I want to, I could leave here and get a better job that I have to be at all the fucking time in the middle of nowhere, and I'm hardly home because I'm making the bread. Right. It's like, okay, well, you're making the bread, but how long are you going to do that shit? You got to. You got to stack that shit and then yeah. get the fuck out. When too many people get caught up in, well, I'm just here, man. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm a part of the building now. It's like, no, nah, bro. <laughs> what you been doing? You don't want to take no vacations. Your wife never see you. Your kids, like, just, just, ah, I can't leave, man. This place just ain't going to make it whatever. I don't know what I'm going to do. Nigga, go. <laughs> do your own, take, take this year, take most of your money, save it up and do something with it. Like a lot of people are scared to do that. That's real. And I feel we wait too late, which is why I'm just like, well, let me try all of this stuff now. Let me make all of my failures now mm-hmm. so that later I'm kind of like, OK, this is this is kind of my lane where I'm most profitable. So let me chill right here and have a good life and ride this thing on out. Mm-hmm. You want to do all that shit while you're young. You don't want to be I mean, nothing against people who are like 50 and 60. They're trying to change their life and do better. nothing against that. But I'm saying to avoid that. You have to do it now. Right. Like I tell my friends, you doing it for 45 year old you you're doing it for 50 year old you. You're mm-hmm. not going to be rich. It's not going to pay off right now. But if you keep going, when you look back, I'm like, damn, I'm glad I started that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been five years and if, whoo, I'm glad I started that shit back then. That's that's what you wait is later when you can, you know, take the little extra class or what happened. Oh, yeah, we got money to cover that. We're good. We're OK. We don't have to panic. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing it for. Right now, you're still in the panel. I don't have money for this. Can't do that. But you're preparing for later. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us need to realize that it's not now. It's later. Right. <laughs> right. You you stacking this up. You're making these investments for later. Not now. It's suck now. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it because it's real easy to look up and five years go by and you was doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just like talking my life right now. Fuck. Talking I need my- to do something different. I just can't. Talking my life, bro. That was five years ago. Fuck. <laughs> I feel like it was just like two years ago. That was five. I've been here that far. <laughs> it's like you gotta, you know, take that little. Yeah. Plan it out. I'm not. I don't understand how people just tell you just jump. No, don't think about where you want to land. Right. 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 <laughs> jump. But think about okay, I need to put this much force behind it so I can go over here. Think about where you want to land. Mm-hmm. You, when you're planning out what you want to do in the direction you want to go, when you're making a change in your life, think about where you want to land and just, you know, baby steps. Any progress is progress. Mm-hmm. Too many times we think, oh, it's not moving fast enough. Oh, it's not happening. How much moving? But you, you moving though. You got two more people interested in you than yesterday. Like mm-hmm. yesterday you had none. Now you got four. Oh, them four told for. It's like, okay. And then there was a moment where you had no movement. Well, nigga, it was Thanksgiving. Wasn't nobody thinking about you at that moment? <laughs> Everybody was doing other shit. That's exactly how it's so It's consistency that people want. Mm-hmm. When I come to you, oh, you, oh, you're doing something different. Oh, that's cool. You got to keep pushing that shit out. And I don't know. We just, I see a lot of people that are just like, fuck this shit. It's like, okay, no, keep, keep at it, bro. Mm-hmm. Keep, 
keep going. <laughs> Give it some time. They just say keep growing it. It's not like you're gonna plant a seed and that bitch just poof. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, and we take wish water, it take sunlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we wish that it happened like that, but it don't. Mm-hmm. It really don't. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. And on the other side of it, because like I'm less in kitchens now because of COVID and right. more so on my music tip. And now that I'm on the other side of it, because I've been making music for years at this point. Right. But like now I'm on the other side of actually like doing it every single day, like where I just easily I do it so much that I'm tired of it. Dream about it. And I'm excited <laughs> the next day to do it again. Like that's good, though. That's, like, that's, good, that's, right? that's great. But but see, the thing is, I remember what it was like. And it was mind you what the pandemic started, like March. Right. That's when everything really started hitting. Mm-hmm. And at this point, at that point, I already had experience working in like recording studios doing stuff so like i already to myself i was like well i'm already doing music and everything like that but not the level that i have met today what i can say is i've met so many people that like have dreams and aspirations to do something like what i'm doing right now like it's inspiring it's like right? shit there's other people that think like that okay, yeah okay. And, and then like when you're on the other side of it like when you are just stuck in your, your little box, your, your four walls, you're doing your 60 to 70 a, a week, yes. right? Because I remember the <laughs> doing them 60 to 70. No, man, I got to work. I can't. I got to work. I, Look, I gotta man, work. you just got to get up. And you just like every every morning you wake work. up with the same. I got to work. Three words. <laughs> Fuck that job. Oh, I got to work. I got I to gotta, I gotta work. I got to do this. And then like, and you around a whole bunch of other people mm-hmm. and on varying levels. I think I've probably only worked with two people that like had entrepreneurial pursuits or ideas and like, well, let me, let me, let me clarify that more. Like people who acted upon their entrepreneurial pursuits, because I've been around a whole bunch of people who are talented people mm-hmm. who are where they're like, and then, and they just kind of just do their, their hours every single week. And it's just like, man, like, <laughs> I really want to like, yo, I really want to, be an actress like i really want to be a rapper i really want to do all this stuff right and then and they have some type of ability that can cultivate like the aside from their are automatic mm-hmm. interests mm-hmm. right and then like and then a bad day happens and they're like man i'm about to quit right and i'm not saying to quit but then like they have that feeling right but then they never do anything with it yeah yeah they're just stagnant and they just stagnant and they just let that and mind you they still got all the talent in the world and they still got like these dreams, but they never make that leap because it's always in the back of their head. Well, like, man, like, well, what if I fell? And then your like, own worst I, enemy, right? It's so true. You it are your so own true. worst enemy. You are. <laughs> I just want to say to anybody that's listening, if you on the other side, just jump. Well, wait, make sure you have some affairs in order. Like you don't have to quit your job, but start take, doing stuff after work. Yeah. Do stuff. And invest work. in yourself after work. That's Chunk. the best Exactly. <laughs> if you can do eight hours at a job you hate, you can do an hour for yourself. You can do two at hours for yourself. Hour, at least hours. hours. At least an hour a minute, whether it's research or how much equipment costs to get started, how to get started. Even just looking at YouTube videos. Just yeah. Like surround yourself with stuff that puts you in the right direction. Don't have a YouTube browser full of fails and shit. Like you gotta surround yourself with stuff that motivates you. Exactly. And even people. Some of them friends gotta go. Facts. Like some of them friends is not telling you, Yeah, you can do that shit, you know, like what, what you need? How, how can I help you? How can, you need friends like that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just, hey, man, I heard XYZ on this website, blah, blah, blah. You should check it out. Facts. That's still giving you information to help you move forward. It don't have to be something big. It don't have to be people giving you money. It just be people pointing like, oh, I heard this over there. Oh, thanks. I'm going to check it out. Mm-hmm. 
as opposed to somebody's like, nah, I don't do that fucking shit. That's stupid. You know how much money it costs? Then you ain't gonna be able to bam, 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 bam. You know, mm-hmm. this credit scam, man. Mm-hmm. No, you don't need that. You need that. people that's gonna give you a little, eh. mm-hmm. <laughs> a little push, a little, eh. yeah, you got, eh. got this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard it was pretty nice, but uh, you need to fix this part because such and such happened. And yeah, like people tell me, oh, yeah, well, this was good, but the sound here was blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me go in and fix that. Like, I didn't know about fixing intros. Fixed a few intros. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I got it's just people letting you know. But if I had people that was just like, you know, no. Man, that drone was white, bro. That drone was trash. That drone was like, it's I don't like, even know why you think it. It's like, damn, okay, maybe I should just sell all this shit. Right, yeah, no. <laughs> and do something else. <laughs> and the big part about it, and whether it's in cooking or making beats or I mean they're the same thing to me <laughs> um, I can see that uh, I can see that whether it's like whether it's whatever you decide to do and it's something that you want to pursue just know that the information the inspiration the determination that all comes after you that all comes after you leap like yeah you have your feelings of what you want to do and you're inspired by this thing mm-hmm. but like the true joy, the true like payoff factor happens after the action. The inspiration is like the feeling that you hit when you look at your body of work, no matter what it looks like, like in a vacuum, you and your passion mm-hmm. or your new idea. When it's just you and them by yourself and you take away the judgmental voice that mm-hmm. we all have inside of it, like all of those positive feelings of believing that you can do it, they will happen. You just got to leap first. Yeah, that's really like it. Really, you just gotta leave. You just gotta do it. whether it's just <laughs> one song, whether it's one podcast. Yeah, try whether it. it's one new dish. Even if you making bread for the first time, and it end up deflating on you, and then it ends up tasting like like a dense but like dry dry cornbread grossness, dry, <sighs> dry beer. <laughs> yeah, straight it tastes like sadness. You gotta fail to get better, though. But you gotta fail to get better. That's the scary. That's the scariest part of anything is failure. But it, you have to fail to get better. If you're good enough to like not fail a lot in the beginning, cool. Then I mean, you should keep going. You got a little natural talent there. Mm-hmm. But if you fail and get better and fail and get better, it's like okay, that just means you had to improve 120 times. If you failed That's 120 right. times, as long as you got better, then okay, you ain't take the same route. They had to fail 52 times. They made the same movement. It's, you just had to do a little more. It's okay. It's all good. You got to, as long as you get better mm-hmm. from the failure, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. You're straight. That's the business. As long as you got the mindset of it, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Don't do that shit again. You keep repeating the same shit. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's the thing. And that's the other thing that people can might need to stop. <laughs> Go ahead, put it down. It's, it's some things that some people can't like that. Like you either got it or you don't. But that doesn't mean that you can't. But that doesn't mean just because you there. don't. Yeah, just because you don't have the it mm-hmm. to get to what you specifically want doesn't mean that you can't get mm-hmm. to like what's similar. Because mm-hmm. like me, I don't have. I wanted to be a rapper, and I'm pretty sure I could still be a rapper if I wanted to. If I really wanted to. And like, but comparatively to my two friends where we had the thing, like one can sing really well. The other one had the voice for rapping. And I wanted to be a rapper too. I wanted to do that half like rap, half sing thing. But then when I, when I sing, it don't come out. Like, <laughs> it don't come out the way I want it to. Insane, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. But like I always wanted, I was always fascinated with music. It was always started at DJing. Well, first it started at digging in tapes and like curating music. And then it moves to like, uh, like wanting to be a rapper mm-hmm. and then like once i was around like these people um that it 
by need I got into producing because we needed somebody to like you know make beats. This was like like around the LimeWire era, but like before Ooh, you said the LimeWire era. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, you yes, took I it did. back. I took it back. The MP3 Rocket. Oh, it was around that era. <laughs> so it was like you could get your hands on some, and this was before like YouTube was really popping. So you could get your hands on some like beats and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't be yours and you couldn't really do anything with it. So like somebody had to make the beats, and that just so happened to be me. But like, and then I ended up falling into it. And even though in the back of my head for years, I still wanted to like, you know, do like the rapping and the thing. I wanted like to flow on my own beat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just for some. Flow on my own beat. Just, it just never happened. But like, that's cool. I mean, I can still do it now. I got the mic and everything like that I wanted. But like, it's, but it, it's a journey. And just with anything, like you have to genuinely, like, I, I'm starting to understand that you have to be like genuinely into whatever you're pursuing. Yeah. It, it can't be like, oh, I'm doing it for the money because you, because there's so much that you're you going to miss out on. Up and down. Exactly. It's so much that you can miss out on just for doing it for the wrong reasons. Like, I want to get paid for music just as like, I want to do something with my cooking skills to be able to like profit from it. Mm-hmm. But like what comes before that is the joy of cooking, the joy of making music and the the desire like the actual desire to get better for no other reason yeah than for myself just, just to get better just for yourself to be a better better at whatever you want to do yeah to master it almost even if it's not to master it just to get to that point where it's like oh i can do that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's a fact oh, i can do that it's so cool I knowing that, that like that you could do something I like know that. How to do that like flambeing something the first time i've ever did it and I did it right the first time. It was okay, but I did it right the first time. Like just like having something like sauteing and then like watching it, like catching the flames and like actually sustaining the flame to get a char. It was on some Brussels sprouts. But the <laughs> fact that I did, but the fact that I did it right the first time and it came out right and it was just like, oh man, like this is like this is awesome. Like like that carried true. true. To now it's like okay, now I want to grill. Now I want to grill brisket. Like never grill brisket <laughs> ever in my life. But like it graduates. Just mm-hmm. because it's like that genuine curiosity. Yeah. It, it, the more you feed it, the more it grows. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I got a, I got, I got one more question and then we can wrap it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so do you prefer to smoke before, during, or after work and why? Ooh. First off, you put my business in the street, but. Oh, whatever. okay. Okay. Allegedly. 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 So. Allegedly, if you were to... When I engage in CBD. (laughs) (laughs) When I engage in CBD, I'm to the point where it's all three. Huh. I'm to the point where it's all... Depending... Let me give it a... Depending on the demand, I'll skip the middle. Mm -hmm. If I know it's going to be hectic during like the middle is where it peaks, then I'll skip doing it in the middle. But the beginning and the end, yeah, always the end for the most part. But always the end. I've gotten to the point where I, I've done all three regularly because I'm one of those people where it's like I just notice a bunch of stupid shit and sometimes it aggravate me and I got to catch myself like it's not your problem. It's not your problem. You don't need to fix that. You don't need to notice that. You don't need to do anything with it. Yeah, but it's just stupid. Like, that motherfucker just dumb. It'd be so much easier if you... You know what? That ain't my fucking problem. (laughs) 
Like that's what I have to Cause you know Being the manager You have to be on It's like what are you doing Why do you have that No that's not what we're doing No remember the special Was yesterday It changed Yes this is what you need To have on your station Yes here's the recipe Sure you have a problem Come get And you have to do that Like ten times <laughs> so, so coming back It's like You know what It's fine Maybe you gotta burn it To realize you shouldn't do that Okay That's, that's how it is that's <laughs> So I just I gotta calm down. So. That's real. That's all real. three. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I engage in CBD. It's all times of the day. <laughs> but would you like to let anybody know uh, Instagram or anything of that nature before we wrap it up? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. So you can check me out on Instagram. Uh, that will be at Yali Beats. That's Y A L I. Period. B E A T S. You can check out some music from me. I'll be doing my thing. Um, I tweet, but like you don't really got to follow me on Twitter. Yeah, I'll be talking the, trash. My Twitter is dead. Oh, as a matter of fact, um, if I don't know if I put this on another tape, but in this one kitchen has a Twitter and a Facebook and an Instagram. The Instagram is in dot this dot one dot kitchen, and everything else is in this one kitchen. Even Twitter, I believe, kitchen p is at kitchen p on Twitter. But yeah, it's it's an Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for In This One Kitchen. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day. That was the episode. Um, my guest Shelby back several times. I mean, I have a lot of people. Kobe wants to come back. Everybody's favorite Chef Dave wants to come back. So I have a lot of people lined up, and I'm trying my best to kick these episodes out. Keep in mind, I'm editing them myself. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to have one a week for everybody. My goal is one a week by Sunday. So I know I'm due to give you guys one. So. Hope everybody has a great day.